The Influencer's Edge is brought to you by the Invisible Influence Series. If you're ready to massively increase your sales by leveraging the power of subconscious persuasion, then make sure you text the word COMPEL to 411-321. That's COMPEL to 411-321. And if you're outside of the United States, then use WhatsApp and text the word COMPEL to 1-909. 741-1321. Make sure you put in your best email address because that's how we'll deliver the goodies. Welcome to the Influencer's Edge. This is the place where you come to get the latest breakthroughs, cutting-edge insights, tools, and techniques to leapfrog over the pack in sales, persuasion, and influence. Be sure you visit our website at www.theinfluencersedge.com. And while you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now sit back, tune in, and enjoy today's episode. All right, welcome back to the... Oh, shit, sorry. Tracy, we have to restart. I'm really tired. 10 seconds, Tracy. All right, welcome back to the Influencer's Edge. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you for being so very, very patient. I have technical issues, so this is what my office really looks like. There's Tom Cruise who played me in a movie. We'll talk about that another time. Let's make it about our guest today, Frederick Dudek. Did I say that well? Yes, that is exactly. All right, so he's got an interesting thing that he does. We're going to talk about Frederick is an author, soon to be podcaster. When can we expect your podcast to be live? And what's it going to be about? It's going to be about uh, how to create business super fans, and it'll be probably in the next couple months. Right now, all the all the interviews that I've been doing in reference to the business super fans book, I'm putting those up, and then I'm actually starting to record my own shows, and we'll be posting those within cool. the next couple cool. months. Well, uh, we'll have to we'll promote that. You are a sales and marketing executive with over 30 years of experience achieving breakthrough sales performance results in domestic and global business markets. He's led corporate sales and marketing efforts in the SAAS. I have no idea what that is. What is Software as a service. Say again? Software as a service. Oh boy, okay. And now in the interpretation and translation industry, which I wonder what chat GPT and the rest of them are going to do to that in the translation industry. But that's a, that's a topic for a, another day, another time. So let's jump right in. I want to know, and we have a list of questions that you submitted. We'll get to them. But I want to know, first and foremost, how did you make the leap, the transition, the bridge from being in the corporate world to creating super fans? It seems to me like a big gap to jump across, almost like a evil Knievel. You remember evil Knievel, the yep. stuntman yep. who would jump the Grand Canyon and break his yep. neck. How did you make that big leap? Well, it's um, it's really not a leap. It's really they're intertwined, and that's where that's really why I kind of created wrote this book is because in my corporate sales, uh, both domestically and internationally. I really created my customers as my super fans, and they became my sales force. And that in turn, you know, propelled my sales success because my sales cycles were extremely short because I would be referred to 
somebody and by by an existing customer and so right. they were already sold by the customer all i had to do is do the paperwork how did you come across the process with who is your inspiration or what were your inputs to come across this process because before people tell me their process i want to hear their process of discovery so how did you discover how to do this well uh i was fortunate um uh, I, the company I worked at, you know, several decades ago, had together a sales training program, and I raised my hand and got picked to to transition from tech guy to sales guy, and uh, it was six month sales training program, and the really thing that they really emphasized, and it was all high end names like Wilson Learning, Vanguard, Strategic Account Management, Dale Carnegie, blah blah blah, and but it really talked about building relationships. And so my style of selling transitioned from solution selling or product selling to really sitting down with the business owners and talking about where do they want to be in a couple of years business-wise. And I was selling software. And at the end of the day, you know, all software products do the job in one way or another. But I got out of that conversation and really focused on okay, you know, Jack, where do you want to be in, in three years, five years as a business? And how can I help accomplish that with the tools that I'm pr providing? So it changed the sales approach to be more of a, like a strategist in a sense. You're almost extracting their narrative. You're getting them to, you're extracting their narrative and in a sense, turning them in to a storyteller, not necessarily once upon a time storyteller, but you're like the little grain that goes into the oyster and creates the pearl. You're the, you're the catalyst for them through the way you exercise your talent and your art to get them to tell you their narrative. Correct. Would that be an accurate way of looking at yeah. it? Yeah, exactly. Because once, because at the end of the day, one of the things I've learned is that, you know, business owners are interested in three things what's it what's it gonna what's it gonna do for me what's it cost how much money am i gonna make if i make this investment in this thing whatever it is service product etc and so when you address that and say okay you want to grow this company you know from x million to this million and this component is going to help you get there because you can do things faster blah 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 you know, you're you're they're not gonna care whether the, the thingamajig is blue or green or purple. Right. They're not into the features and well, can it do this and that? It's like, well, this is gonna help me get to where I want to go, and this guy's gonna help me do it. Let's go. Got it. So the process of writing your book, what is the title of your book? Give it, give it to us again. Uh creating business superfans. Does this apply? I'm assuming this implies. Uh, applies to the entrepreneur, not just someone who has a corporation or, or uh, one of the things that, well, let me back it out of that question and ask you a different one. You said in your biography that you can teach people how to make the employees and team members your super fans. Is that correct? Did I get that wrong or did I get that right? It's, it's correct, but it's, it's, it's a little bit more than that. And let me, let me help with that. It's see, there's a lot of people to talk about customer engagement, customer, uh, you know, motivation, retention, 
But you stop and think about it. That's really, they're talking about a silo. You know, that's just one component of the business. You know, then there's other people to talk about employees, retention, motivation, all that stuff. But again, that's another silo. And then nobody ever talks about complementary businesses. You know, like, let's say a simple example everybody understands is painting and flooring companies. They complement one another. And nobody ever talks about them. What I did in writing Creating Business Superfans is I combined all three groups because reality, they're intertwined. If your employee is having a bad day because he's not happy with the company and you send him out to do a painting job, he's probably that got referred to by the flooring guy. The, the job's not going to be the best job. And so now two people get affected. The flooring guy gets a bad rep because he's the one who referred your painting company. Right. Your painting company gets a bad rep. Everybody loses. And then your referrals are going to dry up and the whole thing goes Implode. into the pot. The whole thing goes into the potty. Correct. Correct. Where if you're engaging, it's the same thing as if I don't take time to recognize my painting guy that's giving me referrals and give something back to him, eventually that relationship is going to dry up because it's going to be viewed as one-sided as, wait a minute, I'm giving the flooring guy all these referrals. I'm not getting anything back. This isn't working for me anymore. Well, wouldn't you be getting a monetary reward back in exchange for the referrals? Or what What do you mean? Uh, that depends on what the arrangement is. I mean, the arrangement might be that. The arrangement might be that, uh, you know, we work together, but I'll pass the lead to you. You pass the lead to me. So, you know, you people put in a new floor. They want new walls painted. People put in, get walls painted. They may want the flooring updated. So, it, but if it doesn't, if it doesn't go back and forth, then that's going to fall apart. Right? Just a simple, I'm just keeping it a super simple example. I get it. You seem to me, and this is my read as a very, very logical, systematic, methodical, how can I put this? You're a very methodical guy. You like systems and you're very methodology driven and oriented. How do you take someone who doesn't have that mindset and help them map it over so they can create super fans the way you've done it? Because not everyone, I, I just interviewed a guest right prior to you who works with creatives. And I don't want to misinterpret. Is it mm -hmm. right to say that you're very methodical and very well, yeah, I used to be an engineer. So that, that, that sort of, uh -huh. uh, <laughs> I read it right. Out. So I, but at the same time, I've, I've learned to, you know, be also, you know, much more lively and stuff like that. So with the creative, you know, it's, you can talk about, they're going to love super fans because it's energy. If you got, you know, if you, if you look at saying, okay, I mean, it's real simple, uh, you know, saying, thank you. Most people don't thank people for the business. Uh, you know, they say thank you, but there's no real follow-up thank you. Uh, like sending a thank you card, like sending an email that says thank right. you. Makes a uh, huge difference. Huge difference. Uh, so it's a little things. It's it's a taking the time to say, hey, Charlie, really appreciate the extra effort you did on this particular project. You know, that that gets Charlie to feel good. Now, you know, that's that's nice. That's directed to Charlie, but to Charlie. But if you really want to blow it up, you say, hey, team, I want to bring a minute and I want to just take a moment to recognize Charlie because he helped us with this particular project, put in the extra effort. And because of him, we won this big, huge account. Now, Charlie feels like a rock star. 
so you get the entire team involved in in doing the acknowledgement not just not just you correct so right. that uh, i'm i get curious and ask questions that the guests probably never get asked before so that requires that you sort of put some inspiration into the entire into the entire team which means if they're not fans of yours they're not going to do it or they're going to do it begrudgingly or they're going to be passive aggressive it's going to come back and bite you in the ass correct absolutely correct i mean you you've heard and you've talked to people it's like oh crap i gotta go to the office again you know yes. it, it's a it, it's not it's not a fun place and then you talk to somebody else and go man we have a blast in the office it's a great company they're you know i love this place that's a super fan of the company the other one's just doing a job for a paycheck and so it's really it's about creating that energy within that company environment for your and which then carries on to your customers because if your team is in a positive you know feel appreciated recognized you know etc that's going to come across to when they're talking they're talking to your customers and that comes across in sales and that comes across with business partners aren't there some corporate cultures or business cultures where that kind of thing is just not encouraged do you understand what i'm saying where yeah unfortunately people... that is that that is true and that's and those are the places that people begrudgingly go to work at because it's not a fun environment it's a job yeah i think that's all too common all too common so let's talk more about creating the super fans methodology because again mm -hmm. I, I can spot an engineer when i when i talk to many of my clients in a former profession uh, were engineers so I, what kind of engineer were you uh i used to be a mechanical engineer matter of fact if you remember the 1982 ford escort i'm the guy that designed the spot wall guns that spot welded the body panels uh for that car you already lost me a spot well, well spot wall is, is welding is welding metal to metal so there's a gun that comes in and, and welds the 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 metal together in a spot and that's why it's called a spot weld so it's not a whole bead it's just a little spot and the intent was to make sure that the fixtures hold the stuff correctly and then you had back then there was no robots so you had a guy that would come in and, and weld that and so uh you know that's where I got the, the engineering st started from let's talk about creating super fans outside of a corporate environment because so many I would divide our listenership into 40 percent salespeople 40 percent entrepreneurs but as you know if you're not selling you're dying so all entrepreneurs are better be salespeople and then another 15 percent are just people who are junkies for influence persuasion mm -hmm. all sorts of out there topics that we sometimes cover and in, in interview people or experts about so how do people who let's say and if this is not your jam I understand maybe it is your jam I don't know how do you take people who have an online business and they're selling products or services like someone is selling a course on how to be successful doctor how to build their chiropractic practice and get a mm -hmm. flood of clients how do you teach them to build super fans through social media or is that it's 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 a combination and I I talk about all that stuff in the book actually here's what the book looks like and hold so, it up and hold it yeah so you can see there's pictures of us with our faces painted 
like super fans. Got it. <laughs> and uh, so, excellent question. So, for example, uh, I know Got somebody. Us. Yeah, I know somebody that uh, sells a, a a course, and he's got it automated to it sends that person once they buy a, re a regular thank you card in the mail to the U.S. Postal Service. Thank you wow. for buying our course. And that has reduced his people uh, cancellations and requesting money because he's just showing gratitude and appreciation and his message for them coming on. So one of the things I teach about, and I'll just go through the chapters because it will uh, everybody. Uh, so chapter one is it all begins with prospecting. So I've got that in there for the, the entrepreneur just get started or just some different ideas to help. Uh, your prospecting aspect chapter two is why follow-up is super important and it really talks about the importance of follow-up yeah. in a multitude of different areas yeah chapter three is thank you builds a bond of trust and that's why i said you know it's important to send you know thank you you know uh, home improvement are notoriously horrible at this <laughs> you know if you think about it it's just it's the truth if you think about it you, we've all had service done in our homes right and they've done a job they did a great job and they say thanks a lot see you bye and you never hear from them again no um so you know they've lost the you know the golden nugget of the existing customer base and getting referrals yes. out of customer base i one, one of my mentors dan kennedy once said the most expensive thing you can do in your business is to acquire a customer and the second most expensive thing you can do is to lose the customer absolutely so, correct right on yep number four get personal with birthday greetings and it's really you know it's people like to be recognized and people it might be you know i send people birthday cards i always get a text message or something wow thanks you for being so thoughtful um create an environment of appreciation uh is the next chapter chapter six give them what they crave recognition and one of my sayings is people will crawl through broken glass for appreciation and recognition absolutely it's one of the human needs it's a human part of the hierarchy of human needs absolutely yep. but we don't do it you'd be surprised when people don't do it uh retention saves you money and we just talked about that and you know, yeah. says and I'm, i've read dan, dan kennedy stuff number eight Go beyond expectation with the unexpected extras. This is huge because this is doing something that somebody wasn't expecting. And, you know, uh, a quick short story is we ordered some food from a place. We went to the place. And this is what inspired that that chapter is we went to go. I went to go pick up the stuff and no, rec no uh, recollection of the order. So, so, you know, they get the manager, the manager says, oh, you know, hey, it's our screwed up. We see that you call, but somebody messed up. Here, have a beer on us. We'll cook it and bring it out to you. They cook it. They bring it out. I look at it. One of the meals is wrong. Yeah, because they went fast. Yeah, I've been So he, he apologizes profusely, runs back. He says, I'll personally make sure it's done. He comes back and he goes, Oh, hang on a second. And while I'm checking the food, he goes back and he brings out a piece of cheesecake. He goes, you know, it's our mistake. Here you go. And I says, okay, what do I owe you for this? He goes, absolutely nothing. You you know, we screwed it all up. It, this is on the house. So not only, and, and then he gives us two cards, two you know, business cards with $5 off for the two of us for our next meals. 
that guy went. And you still have the card. Is that the actual card? Yeah, no, no, it's not the actual card. Okay. <laughs> we've become fans of the place and yeah. we've gone back there frequently because the food's great, but he handled it top shelf. I mean, he and, and he threw an unexpected extra in there. He, he the meal was on the house. I got a free dessert and I got discount. So cost. how would that translate to like an online business? You give an extra bonus that you didn't, that was not in the package. Yeah, I've, I've gotten stuff. I've ordered stuff online from some companies. And all of a sudden I find a little trinket. That's a little something extra. Wait, and, this is how Cracker Jacks built a fortune. They would put the little toy in there. No one bought Cracker Jacks for the crappy Cracker Jacks. And they didn't tell you what the toy was. You bought right. it just so you could empty out the Cracker Jacks, get yelled you at by in to find that sucker. Ruin everything because your dirty little paws were in there. And not eat the Cracker Jack because you wanted the useless toy that the kids would swallow and choke on. <laughs> you got it. You got it. Okay. Uh, number nine, review the new word of mouth. And that's true. I mean, everybody nowadays, we go look at our smartphones, we look at the restaurant, we we read the reviews. Absolutely. So reviews is a new word of mouth. And uh, number 10 is growing exponentially through referrals. Referrals is really, the, you know, the currency. Yes. And number 11 is attraction is rooted in gratitude. And that's really important is to, you know, to be grateful and express your gratitude for getting the referral and all that stuff. Absolutely. And the last chapter I call it is game time is okay, get off your doofus and let's start doing something. And you know, the and where we where I take it further is each chapter has a question. And what we did is per each chapter question, I created what we call the super fan scorecard wheel. Okay. And so this wheel has per each chapter, and there's instructions on what to do involved in here. And you put a dot, it's like a dartboard. And you put a dot and then you connect the lines and you'll have end up with most people end up with the dilapidated wheel. And then you can see what you need to do. And then there's a in here, okay, what it is that I'm going to do. And this is free. Uh, what am I going to do to improve my area in prospecting? What am I going to do to improve my area? And give I think it's a really good idea because if you just write it down, like writing in a journal, it's one thing. People need a visual representation for it to, to really go in. So this is another, see, the guy who designed the glue gun is designing the, the way, the way his learning system works and the way people actually learn visually. So once again, your engineering background, I always like, this fascinates me. My last guest was talking about her background as a scientist and how she now does high ticket sales. And I said, do you see the relation? It doesn't really matter, but I'm seeing the relationship between your engineering mind and how you design this book. Do you think if you had not been an engineer, you would have designed it this way? Probably not. Probably not. No, because it's it's a book. Each chapter is, is uh, designed as a self-enclosed chapter. And what I mean by that is if I'm looking, what do I need to do to uh, do recognize my third-party partners? I go to the recognition chapter. What do I need to do to recognize my employees? It's in the recognition chapter. What do I need to recognize my customer? It's in the recognition chapter. So it's set up so that each chapter basically is self-sufficient. I need to improve my prospecting. I just go through the prospecting. I don't have to go through the book. 
And where was that at in the book? And highlight yeah, I hate, all that. I, I hate having to go through the whole thing. Frederick, you've been an awesome guest. Absolutely. I hope you enjoyed my style of interviewing. I, I oh, told you, I told you, <laughs> I always tell them, warn my guests or inform my guests that this is not a typical kind of show. I always want to dig into the psyche of my guests. And thank you for being open to for me doing that at least somewhat i really no, my, appreciate it now pleasure. now now you've offered real value so i'm going to show my appreciation and recognition by asking you to continue to give value to my audience how would my audience viewers listeners stay in the conversation with you uh they can go to the business superfans website which is businesssuperfans.com and there they can uh, I'm actually building out a community so people can get in there for accountability and coaching etc they'll be able to get the super fan scorecard wheel for free uh they can access the book which is available on Amazon and all those places the other thing that I did for those that want to do prospecting and help with their marketing I've created what I feel is the best uh customer avatar worksheet and I, why I say it's the best because I purchased and download everybody else's <laughs> and grabbed all the good stuff and got rid of all the crapola and Dude. had my team put this together and it's multi-pages but where it goes beyond is it actually helps you create your elevator pitch so that not only do you know who your target market is you know how to approach them and what to say love it all right well, we will see y'all on the next episode of the Influencers Edge. Patrick, thank you. And thank you for being patient with my technical issues. I appreciate you. No, I appreciate it there. All right. Thank you much. The Influencers Edge is brought to you by the Invisible Influence Series. If you're ready to massively increase your sales by leveraging the power of subconscious persuasion, then make sure you text the word COMPEL to 411-321. That's COMPEL to 411-321. And if you're outside of the United States, then use WhatsApp and text the word COMPEL to 1. 909-741-1321. Make sure you put in your best email address because that's how we'll deliver the goodies. Thank you for tuning in to the Influencer's Edge, where you get the latest breakthroughs, cutting-edge insights, tools, and techniques so you can leapfrog over the pack at sales, influence, and persuasion. Remember to visit our website at www.theinfluencersedge.com to enjoy even more great episodes like this one. We look forward to seeing you again on The Influencers Edge Show.